Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. G'day, this is Better Than Yesterday, the Wednesday edition, Better Make It Quick, where we have a quick listen back to one of the episodes uh, that has happened since 2013. We've been here for that long, having chats with people from all over the world, from all walks of life. Every one of those chats is here to help you make today better than yesterday. As some of the people we chat to are the best in the world of what they do. As Shanna Wan is definitely one of those people. She is the CEO and the founder of an extraordinary organization, Sober in the country. It's a charitable organization that helps people living in rural and regional areas get sober. Does what it says on the box. Shanna is sober herself. I'm so full disclosure, I'm sober too. I'm probably, what am I going to tell you exactly how many? Uh, 13 years, to one month and four days. Uh, Shanna is also sober. I want to know how she stopped drinking and how, more importantly, did she navigate not drinking in a community when drinking is at the center of all socialising. Oh my God, it was so hard. It was so, so hard. The stigmas, the fear, coming against cultural barriers was probably the, the biggest thing because what I now understand six years in is that uh, rural Australia is pretty much a high-functioning alcoholic, you know, and we revel and glorify in alcoholic drinking. We literally measure a man by how much booze he can put away in the country. That's how that's how we measure our mates. So when you step away from that and you've been the Shanna all your life and believe you me, I earned my stripes as the wildest, craziest, most insane piss wreck, quote unquote, of them all, it was like learning to be a new human. It was like learning to walk all over again. It was overwhelming. It was really scary and very lonely. A very Australian word, piss wreck. Uh, if, you are, <laughs> if you are unfamiliar with that word, what can you describe what a piss wreck is? <laughs> Um, so, oh, yeah, because in the US, being pissed is actually being cranky, whereas in Australia, being pissed is being full down, rotten drunk. So, piss wreck literally means ruined when drinking. Yeah. Yeah. And what sort of things started to happen all the time when you were drinking? So, as I always try and explain to people for 18-year-old Shanna off the back of, you know, trauma versus 38-year-old Shanna at end-stage alcoholism, there were different scales, you know, from one end to the other. 
in the beginning it was just party hard, blackout, do crazy stuff, get talked about. But in the end it was removing myself, taking myself away from people, drinking behind closed doors and just just drinking myself into a big black hole. Yeah. For me, that was two to three bottles of wine behind closed doors after five. But, Osha, I decided that because I had great hair and a great job and a beige Land Rover – no, I'm only kidding. I've never had a Land Rover. Um, I just thought I can't be an alcoholic. I can't possibly be, you know? Yeah. I was just a walking, talking cliche. Oh, yeah. I, I most definitely did that one. I was like, no, no, no. But if I buy a $30 bottle of wine, I'm a, connoisseur, <laughs> I'm a connoisseur. I'm not a drunkard. I'm a connoisseur because I'm enjoying this Pinot Noir that has been brought in from New Zealand. And I've got gorgeous, long, curly surfer hair and a hot bod. So, yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It was it's crazy, isn't it? Pretty grim. But then the day comes when you realize you just can't mm. continue on. What were those first weeks and months like? Having been identified as a pisserick for so long by everyone in your in, in, in your quite, I'm guessing, intimate community, mm. that would have been very difficult to have people relate to you differently. Everything changed, yeah. Everything changed. Um, I literally was no longer the girl that everyone expected me to be. And I often actually refer to who I was as a drunk, as a performing monkey. Feed me rum and watch me go. Wind me up, watch me go. That was my life before sobriety. I was always guaranteed to be the stupidest, loudest, wildest, riskiest, whatever. So when I suddenly had to either stop drinking or die, I just removed myself from society because it was the only way I could do it. So people did one of two things. They either supported me completely when I came out, as I call it, as an alcoholic. They either said, oh, my God, Shen, thank you so much for being honest with us. It's about time. You know, we knew you weren't okay. Or they said, how ridiculous to have another drink. There's nothing wrong with you. So it was a polarizing effect within the community. And what I can tell you is that six years down the track, my entire friendship circle and structure has irrevocably changed. Yeah. It's irrevocably changed mine and my husband's yeah. lives, actually. Absolutely. And there's, yeah, there's definitely people that you just realise, oh, I only knew them because they would always be around for a six-pack and a bag. Okay. All right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, who, whose house can I go to on a Friday night and get inappropriately pissed? Oh, I'll go to Shen's. She loves that. Yeah. 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 You know, people who have problematic drinking patterns hang out with people who have problematic drinking patterns. So, yeah. all my mates were piss wrecks. Hey. And you know what? I still adore the people who have stood by me, but some of them rejected me outright and ostracized me when I stopped drinking. So, thank God for the gifts of sobriety. As you would know, Osha, along with that comes self-respect and self-esteem. And many years later, I'm very pleased that I was able to step back from that and go, okay, that's no longer a part of my life I am interested in anyway. So, yeah. yay for self-esteem <laughs> at the age of 45. So what made you want to start Sober in the Country? Sober in the Country was essentially taking a story of someone slipping through the cracks in rural Australia and trying to make it a bigger conversation to help others. That's all. But it began as a volunteer an exhausted, broke human, namely myself, <laughs> crawling back from the brink of death and sharing my stories because I spent the first several years of my sobriety actually doing what was suggested of me by some legendary older mates of mine within AA circles, actually. And they said, you should start a meeting in your community and help others. And I went, that sounds awesome. 
And guess what happened when I started a meeting in my community and baked scones and opened the building and sat there? Nothing happened. Nobody came. I was a big fat loser sitting in a church hall all by my own self, as I describe it, going, where is everybody? Oh, don't they know I'm sitting here waiting to hug them and feed them scones and tell them there's a way out of this hell? But the problem is, Osha, you can't be anonymous in a small country town. So, sober in the country is not me as an individual nor us as a national charity reinventing the wheel. There's plenty of awesome wheels that have already been invented. Basically, what I decided to do was recalibrate a wheel for bush conditions. And I have simply been the bozo who's gone first for six years now. And it's really funny. Someone said to me the other day, oh, my God, you're like an overnight success. And I I just said some ex- yeah, expressive words and went, dude, there's like 15,000 volunteer hours in conversations that I have put into breaking the back of discussions around sobriety in the bush. This is the hardest thing. This is harder than sobriety. Right. <laughs> Opening up conversations around sobriety in rural Australia, you've got to tread this with some big caution because otherwise you will be sent to another country and, <laughs> and excommunicated for daring to even raise this issue. You know, so... This charity began as a blog and it's evolved over time. But I believe, Osha, the reason that has happened and is now gaining really rapid momentum is because I'm just one of many. Yeah. I'm just the face of this story in the country. Yeah. And I wish it was a slightly younger face, but hey, here we are. We need to take a break. Back in a moment with more from Shana Wan. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Shanna Wan got sober in a remote community here in Australia, and she has gone on to help many, many people do the same thing. So I was curious to know what Shanna has found that works for people who are living in such a vast space, possibly kilometers from their next neighbor but who also have such tight-knit and small communities. So the way I've gotten through it is exactly what I did for me, which is I'm just in current, like I said, I keep going first. Like I've been doing this for six years, 15,000 hours, literally just constantly just speaking truth about the challenges of overcoming addiction in permanent isolation, which I'll just sidestep for a second and say, isn't it funny to see with COVID-19, our federal and state leaders are suddenly pumping out millions of dollars because they they are gleefully exclaiming that it's unacceptable that all these people might slip through the cracks because they can't, can't get to a meeting, can't get to support. 
and I kind of at that point wanted to fall over and put my, you know, scream and kick my legs like a little toddler because that's exactly what I've been advocating for six years. Rural people live in isolation as their normal. The challenges are so different. They're so hard, Osha. And that's the thing. What you said before about going to a gay meeting, it's so true. Once you immerse yourself in in chats around booze, we're all the bloody same. We're all the same. But I think why this conversation and this laser-focused point of ID with the charity is working so well is because we've just been overlooked for so long as a demographic. Lots of money goes to the bottom end of the scale into, say, for example, welfare and Indigenous and so forth in the rural community. And that's vital and it's imperative. But one of the focuses for this and what we do, right, is to go upstream and catch people before they fall in. And no one's looking at the Shannas and the Oshers and the whatever's in the rural demographic because we have good hair and drive cars. But actually what's happening, right, in that demographic is these people have been farming in years and years and years of drought or flood or now pandemics and they're bloody done. And the one thing rural people fall back to over and over and over is grog to anaesthetise the exhaustion, the fear, the financial pressure, the isolation. It's just on tap, literally. And so to go right back to what you originally said is, you know, what is working? What's working is just giving this entirely overlooked demographic representation and voice in the media and online. Because I think honestly, you know, I often think, I wonder why my life was spared. (laughs) I kind of do have a faith in how things work. And I believe the reason that this little black duck right here was spared was because I was childless. I was a gifted communicator. I was a recovering, then recovered alcoholic. I had an Australia-wide network and I knew how bloody massive this problem was and that would take somebody very, very determined to crack this open. And like I said before, like I've risked everything to crack this chat open because it's so hard, but it could only ever have been done by a rural person who knows what it's like. And most of what we see advocated for or spoken about in addictions or from our government or whatever, it comes from inner city spaces and we have to get boots on the ground. So I believe, I believe the reason it's working and that it's going and gaining traction and that we're reaching people, we're just talking their language, we're one of them, there's nothing special about me at all, I'm just one of us, you know, and as you and I both know, sobriety is a we thing, not a me thing. And this Charity is kind of like a big warm hug for a bush community who's never had that hug and needs it more than anybody. If you want to check out the full episode, I highly recommend it. It's episode 362 from uh, 2020. It's just back in the podcast feed. And if you know someone that would find this episode helpful, please share it to them. That's the beauty of a podcast. You know, you may not be able to you know, speak to someone face-to-face about their drinking, but sending a podcast with a story like Shanna's can, yeah, it can be helpful and can be useful, particularly when, you know, Shanna's story is, is so relatable. I certainly found it relatable and, you know, we're completely different people who grew up in completely different parts of the planet with completely different experiences of life. And yet there's so much that she said and talked about that made me go, yep, yep, I got that. It's great. You can also visit the website, which has heaps of great resources, soberinthecountry.org. Org, O-R-G. Thanks very much to Bree Steele, who uh, produced and wrote this episode. Thanks to Andy Ma, who did audio and video posts on everything. Uh, Mike Mills, Toe Hider on all the music, and Rachel Barrett 
the EP of a lot of it. Thanks for listening. If you want to come check us out, we're doing the Sydney Comedy Festival May 3rd to May 7th. Special guests are lining up. Uh, we're at the Manning Bar Sydney Uni. We're on after right after Shitface Shakespeare, so come make a night of it. And uh, I'd love to say hi to you. It's always, it was really fun in Melbourne saying hi to everybody, so it'd be really cool to say hi. All right, I can hear Wolfie say dada, so i got a jet. Um, I'll see you Friday. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.